Welcome back to DPT to CEO, the podcast where I, Dr. Morgan Meese, PT, owner of The Well Physio, a cash-based physical therapy practice I started in 2019, share with you as much as I can on how to successfully start, launch, and grow your own solo practice. Whether you're brand new and just thinking about getting started, or whether you're currently working with a full caseload of your very own patients, this podcast is for you. And of course, if you'd like more help, you can find all the resources on my website at morganmeese.com and connect with me on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Meese. If you're ready, let's dive in. ran up the stairs. (laughs) I'm so excited for this video because this is the 10th video that I have put together here on YouTube over the past few weeks and I've stuck with my goal of doing one video a week for I think at least eight weeks now which is huge. It's a really big deal because I have always wanted to do this and I never did and so I'm really happy. Okay, so for today's video, we are going to be talking about the top three mistakes that I see new practice owners make as they are first getting started and even through the first year of their business because they're things that I made mistakes on too. And so I wanted to share these with you today to help kind of like share, you know, my perspective on them, how they've affected me. And then, you know, if these resonate with you or are things that, you know, you've done or seen, then I want you to comment below and let me know uh, your thoughts. Before we get into it, please don't forget to uh, thumbs up on this video, subscribe, and let me know in the comments if there are any other videos that you'd like to see. So let's get into it. The top three mistakes, I want to make clear, like these are things that I think a lot of people go through and they're not by any means abnormal. They're not doing anything wrong. Like that's one thing about making mistakes that I feel like I've learned over the past couple of years is that instead of thinking of them in a negative light, think about making mistakes as a way to learn by doing. Not everything that you do is always going to work out the way that you want it to and that's okay. That's the best way to learn, honestly, is by taking imperfect action and then seeing what happens, learning from the results and continuing to move forward from there. And so with these, keep in mind, you know, you aren't doing anything wrong. If any of these resonate with you, it's just kind of like pulling something out and taking a look at it and see if it's really ultimately serving you or not. And then we can make steps to improve it. So mistake number one that I see for new practice owners and honestly, new business owners is not telling anybody that you are open for business and also waiting for your patients or your clients to try to find you and you not really making any moves to find those clients. These two things I kind of coupled together because I feel like they both involve like the business owner thinking that they don't really have to do anything to start to get business, that they can just start a business and people will just start flocking to them. And that is really not how it works at all. One of the things that I feel like I like to point out because it's an easy fix, like it's pretty simple to fix it, is that 
I, I've talked to several business owners over the past couple of years who talk about how they feel like they're not getting any clients from um, online, like they're not getting any inquiries, like nobody's calling them, and they aren't really sure what to do about that. But then when I try to find them online, I can't. I can't find a website, I can't find a Google My Business, I can't find any social media profiles. If I go to the person's social media profile, there are no links anywhere. There's no link to a website or other social media. Sometimes there aren't even profile pictures and there's no context almost. Like if I hadn't already spoken to the person and they told me that they owned a business, I would have no idea. And as uh, your consumers, as a customer, if I cannot find a business, then I'm not gonna even know where to look or who to ask. This is something that I think is really, really important is to make yourself known. Put your name out there, your contact information, and your links as many places as you can so that you're easy to contact, easy to get a hold of, and it's easy for people to figure out like whether you are the right person to help them or not. Other people are going to say that they have different opinions on this, which is totally fine, and different things work for different people, but I think, in my humble opinion, at the very like bare minimum, at this day and age, you need a website, you need a social media platform, whether that's one solid platform that you are always on so you're able to connect with people, or it's a few. I usually like to recommend somewhere between one to three to get started because then it's not too overwhelming and it's pretty uh, simple to make sure that you stay up to date on all of them. And an email list. Those are the three things that I highly recommend having even in just a super basic form because then that way you have three different ways that you can contact your audience and they can contact you. And that's really important to be able to build those connections and develop relationships. Once you have those three things set up, if you wanna take care of that first, the next piece is to practice talking to people. And I know this is where a lot of new business owners can get really tripped up because it's scary to put yourself out there. I know I've been really scared before. I still am sometimes depending on what's going on. In order for you to be a successful business, you have to learn how to talk to people, how to have discussions and conversations, build relationships, build community, and really create the know, like, and trust factor in order for people to be interested in purchasing from you or working with you. Without that level of know, like, and trust, it's it's really hard for people to want to put their money into you and invest in your services or your products. So here's my challenge to you is to just practice talking to people. Earlier in 2021, I did a challenge in my Facebook group called the 100 challenge. And if you want more information on that, you can check out the links in the description below and come check out my Facebook group. What we did was we spent two weeks reaching out to as many people as we could to just get our names out there and practice talking to people. And as you can uh, check out in the blog post that goes with this video, a few different things that you can start with is just practicing talking to yourself is one, <laughs> um, telling yourself verbally uh, what you do, who you work with, what services you have. You can practice talking to your partner, your parents, your friends, your colleagues, your dog, any <laughs> anybody that will listen to you for a little while. You know, you can 
and practice what kind of vocabulary you want to use, how you want to talk about things, and how you want to explain what it is that you do and the outcome that you can help people with. And then you can start to step a little bit more outside of your circle once you feel confident doing just that. And if you are able to practice just that communication piece, that is going to take you really far. Mistake number two that I see. Pricing your services or products based on your feelings rather than facts. So this is one of the things that I really wish I had done right from the get-go. When I first got started, I looked into what the average price was for physical therapy sessions. I looked into what competition was charging. I looked at a whole bunch of other, like what other practices were doing. And then I also thought about how other people would feel about the prices. Like, will other people think that this is too expensive? Um, will people be willing to buy it? And I based a lot of my pricing on those feelings. It wasn't really like cemented in anything objective. While you definitely need to take imperfect action, one thing that I really wish that I had done was taken the time to actually look at the numbers and the facts of, you know, this is how much money that I want to be taking home. This is how much I need to pay in taxes and what my expenses are. And this is how much that I want to be putting into savings. And so with all of that together, what is the grand total of revenue that I need to be making on a monthly basis in order to reach those goals? And instead of doing that, I stayed really stuck in my feelings about it. And I got scared of telling people about the pricing. I would raise my price like up and down depending on how I was feeling that day, how the person in front of me like looked like they were receiving it. And that was just a huge mistake. You have to start somewhere, like I said, the sooner that you're able to start in a place where your, your pricing uh, and your service structure, honestly, but your pricing is grounded in something concrete and objective, better off that you're going to be long-term financially. I, I wish that I had done this at the beginning because I know that I would have made a like a lot more money a lot sooner in my business if I had done this, but it's not even really that. It's just that I spent so much time feeling stressed out about things that like I was putting on myself and pressure that I was putting on myself about what will people think. Um, I'm not making enough money this month. I am struggling to really get to my financial goals. And if I had just started pricing things right from the get go there and practiced my confidence in the way that I spoke to people, I think that it would have propelled me ahead a lot sooner and I wouldn't have had so much stress. And then mistake number three that I see new business owners and new practice owners make um, and that I've made myself as well. So you might have heard before, if you are a physical therapist in cash practice too, you might have heard before that uh, it's you're not able to sell physical therapy and that you need to focus on selling the outcome for people and instead of physical therapy. And for my newbies that are out there, this might not make a lot of sense right at the beginning. You know, like, what do you mean we aren't selling physical therapy? I thought that's what <laughs> we were doing. And I wanna be clear with this, is that I'm talking about the way that we actively are marketing and, you know, telling people about what we have to offer. And then through the conversations that we have around, you know, sales, whether we're, we are bringing on new clients and new patients, we need to be able to sell the outcome and the solution to a problem rather than the physical therapy. If we focus on selling physical 
therapy sessions or just selling like session to session to session and selling a session of something, it makes it really hard to get people to commit to a long-term plan of care. It also really like puts you kind of in a box as to what you can help people with because people's perception of what physical therapy is, what OT is, whatever your profession is, people already have like a perception of it and what they are kind of expecting. But if you flip it and market a message that's congruent with the problem that people have and how what you have to offer your services create a solution for that problem, it's going to be a lot more interesting to the people who are potentially looking at working with you because it matches up specifically with what they're looking for instead of just selling whatever your profession is. And people don't typically buy things because of that thing. And like I talked about in the blog post for this video, you know, like people don't buy a TV like just to have a TV. They buy a TV because they want to watch sports, they want to watch movies with their partner, they want to watch TV with their kids, or like myself, I want to watch Ghost Adventures. <laughs> and whether it's one or the other of those different examples, people buy the TV because they want to have quality time with their family, want to have quality time on their own, and in the end, buying a TV, they buy that in order to feel good, feel love and affection, feel relaxation, and that is the outcome that they're buying. Whether, you know, they're fully aware of that or not, like that's what they are really after, not just the TV itself. And so when it comes to the healthcare services that we are offering people, they're also looking for a solution to feel good, to feel better, to really, you know, promote their health and learn how to take care of themselves. And so if you are able to develop a message that walks them through kind of the steps on how to get there, that is going to be a lot easier to explain because it's going to be in plain English and it's going to be a lot more interesting to your potential clients. And I know that that is like a little bit confusing to think about. So if you do have questions on that, comment down below and we can definitely talk a little bit more about it. So those are the top three mistakes that I see in new practice owners make. You know, one is basically not telling anybody that you're open and making it difficult for people to contact you. And you can fix that by throwing up a website, throwing up a social media profile, um, and creating an email list. Mistake number two, pricing your services based on feelings rather than facts. So really take a look at the numbers. And in the blog post, I talk a little bit more about different things to consider, but you can write down all the numbers, do the math and figure out what your prices need to be in order to fully support yourself, your business's mission and be there for your clients. And mistake number three is trying to sell your service rather than the outcome. And when you're able to fully communicate the outcome that you can help people with, you're not only going to be more successful with your business and selling services, but you're also going to be able to help empower more people to learn how to fix their problems and feel a lot better in their life in the end, instead of just purchasing these sessions that may or may not put them on the path to success. So let me know what questions you guys have about this. I hope that makes sense. Um, if anything resonates with you, please let me know. And I will look forward to seeing you on the next one. Bye. <laughs>
Thanks so much for listening. As always, I'm honored to be a part of this community of healthcare entrepreneurs, and it is my hope that by sharing and spreading stories, advice, and knowledge to people just like you who want something more, it will inspire you to create the life and career that you dream of. If this sounds like you and you're ready to get your business off the ground, please find me on my website at morganmeese.com or on Instagram at drmorganmeese. Who do you want to hear from next or would you like to be featured on this series? Have an idea for a topic that hasn't been covered yet? Please email me at morgan at